When you have an auto repair shop, you bring your car in and it's broke and you need a new water pump and you need some maintenance. And I tell you, it's $800. People, you know, give you that look and they're not happy. But yet when we have this place and they pay good money to stay for a weekend and they're falling over thanking us. And it's it's just such a flip. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs, boutique hotels, and hospitality brands, and the hosts, operators, and entrepreneurs who have brought them to life. Every Tuesday and Friday, you'll meet the military veterans, the retired flight attendants, tech entrepreneurs, the school teachers, the single moms, and the real estate investors who are all, in their own unique ways, shaping the future of travel and hospitality. Discover how these visionaries from all over the world have built chic cabins in the mountains, designed bohemian bungalows on the beach, erected eclectic off-grid and nature-immersed escapes, and so much more. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, the internet's best destination for last-minute Airbnb deals. You can subscribe for free at Spontaneous.com. And I'm your host, Zach Buzicruz, co-founder and CEO of Spontaneous. All right, friends, enjoy the show. In just a moment, you'll meet Ashley and Andy, the creators of The Glass Treehouse, a stunning couples retreat in Banner Elk, North Carolina, close to downtown Boone. Andy is a mechanic by trade. After spending years working in the airline industry, he decided to open up his own auto body shop in Charlotte, North Carolina. And while Ashley and Andy loved the benefits that came from owning a small business, the couple had always dreamed of one day leaving Charlotte to move to the mountains. One day, while scrolling through Zillow, Andy stumbled upon a house that had been on the market for over three years. And while he couldn't have known it at the time, this totally dilapidated home that had been passed over hundreds of times would one day become one of Airbnb's most wishlisted stays in the entire United States. All right, friends, without further ado, get ready to meet Ashley and Andy and hear the story behind how they built the Glass Treehouse. All right, Ashley and Andy, we are we're live. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be yeah. here. It is great to meet you. And uh, despite internet snafus and technical glitches and microphone issues, we uh, we have overcome the <laughs> odds and we are here and we're going to have a great chat. And uh, I can't wait to hear a little bit more about your respective stories. And of course, the story of the Glass Treehouse. Uh, I first connected with you guys on, on Instagram and I, we were trying to figure out exactly like how I how I stumbled upon you all. And I think maybe Journey Moore had, had posted something who was a great influencer uh, in, in the space. Um, but I want to just I just want to go back to the beginning. Like where where does the story of of the Glass Treehouse begin? Well, it's an interesting story. We we used to have an RV and loved to go camping up in the mountains and had a dream of one day buying some land or a fixer upper or something like that, just to kind of be a lifeline to retirement. Mm. Um, Andy was um, running an auto repair shop and we were just looking forward to the next stage of life. Yeah. Our kids were growing up and moving out of the house. And we originally didn't really have the idea of becoming host. Mm. We were just looking for a place to get away on weekends. Mm. 
Mm. And so Andy, you, yeah. you, you owned and operated a, an, an auto repair shop. Is this something that you did for, for a while? Like, is it, was this, was this your career? Like t- talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I read a long time ago that the average person has three careers and I said, well, that's not going to be me. Cause I, I was actually in aviation. I was an aircraft mechanic wow. and I said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy here. I'm not leaving. And then 9-11 changed all that. Mm. And I was on my third city of being laid off and uh, I would have had to move to places I was not willing to go with young children in tow. So I said, well, time for a change and went into business for myself and and uh, did the auto repair. And I did that for yeah about 15, about 15 years. Wow. And uh, it's a stressful business. And that's why we were, we were looking for, a, you know, a, a safety net here, somewhere to go to relax. And we, we both just love the mountains. And um, yeah, we started looking we, around for properties. Yeah. We weren't really serious about it, but then a close friend of ours uh, passed away very suddenly oh, wow. and unexpectedly at the age of 56. Oh, and yeah. that was in our age range. And we realized that none of us knows how many days we have. Mm. And so we didn't want to put off our dreams any longer. So yeah. we got in touch with a realtor and started looking at properties in the Boone area. Wow. said, why wait? Why mm-hmm. wait? Yeah. yeah. Just and do it now. Andy found the glass tree house on Zillow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, it had been listed for about three years. Wow. And the yeah. pictures. That's that, hard to believe, right? Just yeah. pause, just pause the moment just pause right the moment. there. Right, right. <laughs> the house listed for three years. That was a different yeah. time. Yeah. The, the pictures did not do it justice. Um, and it it looked like it had boarded up windows, mm. and I did not even want to waste our time looking at it. But Andy insisted. Wow! So after a day of looking at about seven or eight homes, we saved this one for last. And when we got out of the car, we both just gasped. Yeah. Because to my surprise, the lot was absolutely stunning. Wow. And the home, it needed a lot of work, but it was charming and I could immediately see the potential in it. It had tremendous wow factor. Wow. Wow. I mean, totally like amazing first and foremost. I mean, if I saw something that had been on Zillow for three years, my gut reaction is this is incredibly problematic. Like there's got to be like, yeah. it's got to be on top yeah. of like a well that, and the floor must be cracked. Like it must be like gone in like the next year or something. Right. Like structurally speaking. And, uh, yeah. and that's pretty much. And, and, and I wouldn't <laughs> have given it a second thought. And so, so, so Andy, what was it about the, uh, the Zillow listing that like, that made you think that maybe there was uh, more to the story here? Yeah, it was, I was intrigued by uh, all the stonework, number one. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, you know, stonework coming up all the way around the driveway and a, a good part of the house. They had, had laid a lot of natural stone. That's the first thing that got me. And then then the water, albeit it, the, the, the little creek was barely flowing because mm. it had gotten so congested with leaves and and uh, actually firewood. I'm not sure where the firewood came from. <laughs> from must have had a big flood and it and it got washed down, whatever. I don't know. But it was, I, I you know, after we bought it, cleaned it all out and, um, and it kind of brought it to life. But that's what got me is the creek, mm. 
the stonework and the boulders. Wow. Big, beautiful boulders behind the house that are just, just wonderful. And then one day we were coming up here, it was at some point after we closed and Andy had an epiphany. Yeah. You want me to tell that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was, uh, we, we, uh, we drove around the neighborhood yeah. and we hadn't done that oddly enough around the, the backside. And I got to a point where the Creek crossed under the road and I stopped and got out and I looked and I, and it, and it just hit me. I was like, I've been here before. Huh? Because the way the way the creek runs down the mountain, it it funnels to a very narrow channel, like a trough, okay. deep and only not even a foot wide. And um, it's a cascade, yeah. water, a waterfall cascade. Wow. Yeah, and it, it and immediately in 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 my mind, it brought me back to a time many years ago when I was up here driving around, just just kind of looking around and and. Uh, and I said, I've been here before. I've seen this. And then then the it's like one part of that link fell in place in my brain. And then I remembered, I was like, wait a minute. I know I've seen this house before. Wow. I told Ashley and she's like, wait a minute, how are you just now remembering this? I said, <laughs> Well, the you know, the the waterfall triggered it. And cause it was, oh gosh, it was uh I don't know, I didn't do the calculation probably 20 years wow. ago that I was, I saw this house, you know, and it was stopped, got out of the car. Yeah. I got out of the car and walked I walked up the driveway. Oh, I didn't walk up the driveway, okay. but I stood at the, stood at at the, the I stood at the, the driveway. Yeah. At the stone wall. And I just Admiring looked Admiring the house. Yeah. And I just looked at it. I was like, wow, that is a cool house. It looked like a little miniature castle, you know, with all the stonework and you know, the Creek was kind of like a, a moat around the castle. And I thought that is the coolest little house. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's that's amazing. So he had he had stopped and seen this house and admired it, and now he owned it. And we were just like, "Wow, wow, wow!" <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. clearly, clearly, like uh, what what a fantastic, you know, deja vu moment, right? Yeah. Where you're like, "Whoa, right. whoa!" And then you're just like, everything comes together, yeah. and it, it's so obvious that this is what uh this, this is this was the right decision, right? Like this this was bound to happen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it solidified it for sure. Hey guys, so I was scrolling on Instagram the other day, as I often do, and I was looking at some of my favorite Airbnb accounts, and I stumbled upon something that was truly incredible that I just have to tell you all about. It's called Bookly. Think of Bookly as a link tree designed exclusively for Airbnb hosts and STR property managers. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're a hospitality entrepreneur that cares about building your brand. One of the best ways to do that, as you all know, is Instagram, which is why so many of you invest a lot of time in building a beautiful highly curated Instagram following. But knowing where to direct your Instagram followers is always a little bit of a challenge, right? People ask me all the time, Zach, should I send people to my direct booking site? Should I send them to my listing on on Airbnb? Because you've got incredible reviews there. The list, if you direct them to your direct booking site, right? The Your direct booking uh, site might be a little bit clunky, especially on mobile. But if the guest books there, then you save money and they save money and it's a win-win. Or maybe you're trying to test out new OTAs like Verbo and Booking.com. 
Well, what's amazing about Bookly is that you don't have to decide. Bookly allows you to create a stunning link and bio page that showcases everything about your property across all platforms. Bookly pulls in and aggregates your reviews across Airbnb, Verbo, and other OTAs, and then invites guests to book via your direct booking site or their preferred OTA. One of the biggest obstacles guests have about booking directly is the trust factor, right? So reviews featured on OTAs like Airbnb, they give people a level of confidence that the highly curated testimonials that you have on your own website just don't. Well, what's amazing about Bookly is guests can read the reviews that folks leave of your home on Airbnb, Verbo, etc. And then once their fears have been eased, they can save money by booking directly with you via the button below. Bookly is so easy to use and customize. Their drag and drop editor makes it easy for you to add custom photos, create new buttons, to direct your followers to special offers, and to add and, and quickly remove photos as the seasons change. And you can do all of this in seconds. So if you're a hospitality entrepreneur serious about growing your brand on Instagram, Bookly is a must try. They're incredibly affordable too, with plans just starting at $9 a month. So I want you to I'll take five minutes and, and, and go learn a little bit more about Bookly. You can visit their website at bookl, that's B-O-O-K-L dot E-E, or just Google Bookly, or just click the link in the show notes below. And if you are a behind the stays listener, which hopefully you all identify as if you are listening to this podcast, you can save 20% off your first year when you reference behind the stays at checkout, okay? So check out Bookly. It's incredible, super amazing widget. And if you do talk to the team there, tell them that Zach from Behind the Stays sent you their way. I have so many questions. What, what is just around, it's one thing, right, to to buy a vacation rental that's like, you know, kind of ready to rock. You come in, you do some interior design, you do some furnishing. But the way that you guys have described this, this home, it was listed for three years. It sounded like it needed a lot of work. Had you all ever renovated a home before? Like what gave you the confidence to believe that you had what it took to like bring this dilapidated like space to life. Yeah. Uh, I had, you know, I've built a lot of decks, uh, storage sheds, you know, did projects like that, done, done some light renovation, nothing on the scale that we did here. Um, so I, I felt good. I've, I've always, I've worked on cars. I've worked on airplanes. I've, always had a lot of mechanical knowledge and, and I felt confident and I can just figure it out, wow. um, you know, and go forward. And the fact that, you know, it's, it's only what, 950 square feet. Yeah. You know, if it, if it's 5,000 square foot home, no, nah, yeah. you know, it's just too big. <laughs> and you can, when it's, when it's on that kind of a scale, I felt like it was, it was manageable. Wow. And, and so, I mean, so you, I assume Andy came in and, and was able to do a lot of like the structural, you know, work and, and, and improvements, but like the design of the place is just, is so stunning. Like it, it you know, it, it's totally like Instagrammable. So like Ashley was, can I assume that was you? Like, like, like how, how, how did you have a vision for how to bring the interior to life? Right. I did take the lead on that part of it. Um, and you know, this is here's what happened that gave me kind of a lot of freedom in that area. We um, we got a structural engineer to come out. He said, hey, you know, it, it's solid. But then we went and met with the manufacturer of these homes. These are actually pretty common mm. in the mountains. Also, 
in the coast, in the Bahamas and places like that, because they call them, they're very hurricane resistant homes because they're octagon. So they're, they're essentially round. They stand up to the high winds. Um, It's a post and beam construction. It has a very small footprint. Um, So it's really great for mountain slopes. Mm. Um, And so the foundation area is, is relatively small. Um, And because of the type of construction it is, we learned from the manufacturer, none of the walls are load-bearing, interior walls or exterior walls. So we were like, yeah, we were like, wow, that's fantastic. So it gave us the freedom to start from scratch uh, with the floor plan. Originally, we were going to save money and try and repurpose as much as possible Mm -hmm. and, you know, just do some painting and some... Uh, light, you know, cosmetic stuff. But then we realized that, no, it really does need some structural repair. There was a lot of wood rot um, that needed to be addressed. Um, The floors were sloping. That really bothers Andy. Yeah. Um, And it's very common in mountain homes to have sloping floors. But um, we needed to find out what was going on there. So we realized we were in for a full gut. Wow. Renovation, whole house down to the studs, just replacing a lot. Wow. And we were doing this on weekends, driving two hours from our home, Friday night, work all weekend, drive home Sunday night, run the shop during the week, and do it again. Wow. And we did it. What if- we I remember we did for one period. It was nine months. Yeah, we went without taking a day off, Jeez. without taking and, a break. And I was like. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to, we have, I can't do this. I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I printed out an octagon shape and I just started drawing floor plans wow. and brainstorming and coming up with ideas. How do we want this space to flow? How do we want it to function? It was originally in the very beginning, it was a two bedroom, two bath. Okay. A previous owner had combined the bathrooms into one. So now it was a two bedroom, one bath. We took it down to a one bedroom, one and a half bath because we added a half bath downstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, And we um, we were wanting it to just be a getaway that we can enjoy. So we weren't, our kids are grown. We weren't really thinking we need lots of bedroom space. You know, we just wanted it to function the way this is our new camper yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. With a, a yeah. slightly upgraded camper. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stationary yeah. too. So, so, you know, we just started experimenting with some architectural plans mm. and Andy's like, you know what, we can take everything down. We're going to move everything around. We're going to do all new electrical, move all the plumbing, all new plumbing. So he's, I was like, okay, well, let's see what we can come up with. Wow. <laughs> So that's there, what we did. And there were some points where I, I regretted saying that, Zach. I was like, what, why did I do this? I, I gave her a, you know, blank canvas and yeah. she painted a beautiful picture here. And, uh, we, and then, you, and then you had but, to do but it. At one, yeah. yeah. At, at one point it was essentially a gazebo, open air gazebo. Wow. We set up a tent, Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were staying here, um, the first thing he did was put the bathroom in downstairs because we knew we were going to rip out the one upstairs. And, um, we just stayed here. We put a little makeshift shower in and slept 
on an airbed in the tent. In a tent. Oh my god! I remember seeing. I remember seeing the fireflies <laughs> coming over the top of our tent inside the well house. under the roof under of the, the house. Roof. Anyway, yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow, so yeah. you, I mean, you guys were. It was fun. Yeah. It was camping in the mountains. What a <laughs> it, what a what a like really like uh, you know beautiful way to like remember all all like the blood, sweat, and and probably literal yeah. tears uh, that that were shed yes. to to make this place uh, come to life and, and and be a place that so many people can now can now enjoy. So. Was the intention always to list it on Airbnb and turn it into a short-term rental? Or like at what point in time did like that idea surface? Yeah, that was at least a year or more into the renovation. Mm-hmm. We It was close to three years that it took us to do everything yeah. from start to finish. Um, and, and we took some periods of time yeah. off during that time as well. But um, so it was definitely maybe halfway through that we said, you know what, we're pouring money yeah. into this. <laughs> Money's going one way. And Andy said, we're going to need to recoup yeah. our money. Yeah. And and so we began thinking, okay, well, it might end up being a place that we use yeah. and we rent out. And so we began thinking, well, if we're going to have guests here, what would be good for guests? Yeah. You know, um, we were beginning to think outside of just things we would like. And so I was turning to Pinterest and getting a lot of inspiration there. And we discovered that we really liked the Scandinavian aesthetic. Mm. We really liked a more modern, um, cozy look and feel, yeah. um, a little bit more minimalistic, um, definitely not so much the cabin yeah. feel. Yeah. We wanted it bright and airy. We wanted to maximize the beautiful scenery. And we added, I kept adding more windows to the design. <laughs> and he was like, surely you cannot fit more windows uh, in here. But actually it did, did not have enough windows for me when we bought it. And so we just, yeah. Just added said, more windows. No, I, want, I want a 360 degree view. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And and Ashley, did you have interior design experience? Did, were you just naturally gifted with like a good eye? Like how did you, how did you know what you were doing? I did not have any formal training, have never had any formal training. I, I think um, I do have um, an artistic ability that lent itself mm-hmm. well to being able to visualize things and know what I like. And um, yeah. And then Andy, fortunately, is able to see it too. Mm. You know, I mean, either you can visualize something or you can't. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um I could describe something and he could say, yeah, I can really see that and Mm -hmm. let's do that. So we worked really well together in that way. Wow. Clearly. I mean, like, I mean, talk about like a power couple, right? Like you've got this this (laughs) vision for a space and he can bring it to life and execute it. Uh, You guys can work together on this. You're sleeping on an air mattress with fireflies like flying overhead. I mean, talk about like a, you know, a bonding experience. Like hopefully you guys still like each other after all of this because what a project. (laughs) Yeah. Our marriage survived. Yes, Yes, it did. Uh, And Yes. Uh, that, and we, know, and it, we made the decision we wanted to do more. So in the future <laughs> and, and relating back to the story about yeah. me 
remembering this house, Ashley asked me at one point, she's like, well, do you remember any other houses, you know, or up in there? And I said, yeah. I said, I remember one. She's like, what? I said the Biltmore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. Oh, gosh, that's amazing. Okay, so. You guys, you you end up launching it on on Airbnb, and and then what was what was that like? Like it becomes one of Airbnb's like most wish listed stays, like very like seemingly pretty quickly. Like so, how how did that happen? Like why do you think that that why do you think that that happened? Yeah. Okay, so when we originally listed it, it was with a management company, so it was not under our account. Okay. Um, it it's, we were living two hours away. And so we thought, you know what, maybe we just better do that. We weren't sure if we could manage it remotely or not. We didn't know anything about how to do that. Um, so it was with a management company for about eight months or so. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we realized that we were so, involved in bringing this home to life and getting it ready for guests that we really wanted to be equally involved in hosting them Mm. and communicating them with them. And so we decided to make that switch. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we were getting solid bookings, um, and we created an Instagram account maybe like a two or three weeks before we launched it. So we were getting some traction there and um, we're having great success with bookings. Our first uh, weekend that we opened, we actually had um, an influencer come that I, she's also a designer in Charlotte and we were friends. Our kids went to school together and we had lost touch for a few years, but reconnected through Instagram, the algorithm, you know, (laughs) sent her our photo and she posted it, not knowing that it was our property. And so she came and stayed and, um, we got quite a few followers as a result that actually, um, ended up with me working for her design company in Charlotte for a period of time. Yeah. Until we moved up here full time. And that was a wonderful experience. Um, but then, um, journey more, I can, we connected with them on Instagram as well. And, um, we had a last minute cancellation and they came and did their magic (laughs) that weekend. Um, and they posted on Instagram and TikTok and it went viral on TikTok. Wow. And we were blown we were away. Just blown away. We were all of a sudden getting bookings like crazy. Yeah. Of course, it's under our Airbnb account now, thankfully. And so we were able to reach out to any, everyone. And um, then it was about that time. It was like May. Okay. And Airbnb, I guess, was it was the right timing where they were looking at coming up with their list of the most wish listed properties. And we happened to be viral at that time. So even though I couldn't see how many, you know, saves our property was getting on Airbnb, it must've been a lot because (laughs) we ended up being the number one most wish listed property in the U S and, and we just were blown away. We, we, 
it, couldn't believe it. It took about two weeks for that to sink, sink in, in because I was, yeah, it really was. It was like, did that really happen? Wow. Last minute cancellations suck. And that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three-night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest, and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form, and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. So I, I'm always curious, right? So, I, you know, I've, I've, we've been fortunate enough to have some incredible people on, on the podcast that have uh, incredible stays and, and have uh, built you know, massive followings on, on, on Instagram for their properties and whatnot. And, um, I, I always wonder like when, when the viral moment happens, right. Do you have, do you try to like immediately go and and change like your pricing, your nightly rates? Like, like it, it, it probably happens so quickly, right. That, that it's, it's almost like, Oh shoot, should we go and like jack up our prices by 20 or 30 or 40% <laughs> yeah. because now we're yeah. in the, the spotlight. Like, how did you guys think about that? Or, or was it all just like, so, you know, overwhelming that like you, you, you weren't able to even really think about that. I think that, uh, I don't know that we had an, you know, knee jerk reaction to that particular viral moment, but Andy, you had gotten some advice about it depends on how far yeah. booked out you are. Mm, mm. I read, to, yeah, I read that yeah. on. I think it was on Airbnb. They they had an article about pricing because mm. you know this is still all new to yeah, us, of course. you know, and this is our first one. Yeah. And and um, they said if you're if you're booked more than I think it was seventy percent um, uh, capacity yeah. over the next three months, you need to raise your prices. Yeah. And I was like, we're like hundred percent, you know, and I'm like, okay, we're, we're jacking the price up, yeah. you know, and it, and it was a little tough to navigate, but we did definitely raise the pricing as incrementally, incrementally. Yeah, yeah, over, over a period of time mm -hmm. to kind of see yeah, where we, where we would, you know, where the sweet spot is. Was it, was it, um, I've talked to some folks too, who, you know, have built these incredible spaces and like, you know, like you both poured their own like blood, sweat and tears into bringing these spaces to life. And, and and for some folks, it's almost like it's hard for them to charge more because they're like, is this really worth, you know, X hundreds of dollars like like, you know, per night? Like, I, I don't want to disappoint people. And 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 I, I wonder for 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 you, you both, has it has it been hard to feel like, whoa, like we've created something that a lot of people really want. Do, do, is it difficult for you to think about? raising, raising prices or, 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 or is that, is that easy for you? Cause I'm, I'm getting the vibe that maybe that was a little, yeah. a little bit like, I don't know, not that imposter syndrome is the right word here, but like, were you nervous about how people would react to that? <laughs> yes, I was because 
I mean, when we when we were building the house and we would make a change that resulted in more money, yeah. <laughs> more money being spent on the project. And, you know, but it, like Ashley said, I want, I want to do the bathroom in all tile. Yeah. And I'm like, we, if we do it in all tile, we have to have heated floors because these floors from the underside by the design of this house is exposed to the outside. Yeah. It's not on a foundation or a footing. So it has the tendency to be a little cooler, yeah. you know, because <laughs> you, you don't have the earth keeping it warm. And so we, we used to joke and we were like, oh, we're charging 200 night, two and a quarter, 250 was like pie in the sky. Yeah. You know, we were thinking that's, that's what we're going to charge. And he was like, it's never going to bring Because at the time, you know, I mean, there was, I mean, there was a, so many places, a hundred, $150. And it's just a one bedroom. Yeah. 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 And people came to stay with us that, you know, that friends and other people and they're like, oh yeah, you can definitely get this. You can get more than this, yeah. you know? Um, and so, yeah, it definitely was difficult to, to charge that. I think what helped is one thing I can think the management company we had for was at Christmas, they put a big number on there yeah. and I was like, oh, it's not going to bring that. And when it booked, we both did a little happy dance and yeah. we were like, I can't believe it. <laughs> it booked that. And it, and it kind of unlocked that part for me to go, okay, this place is worth it. And yes, we can, we can charge, you know. A fair, a fair price. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what you guys have done, right, is like you think about that, those three years that you invested in, in building this space and and putting in those new windows and, you know, tiling the floor. Like, you know, you, you guys you guys have poured so much into into the space. You've created something that's truly memorable, that's truly unique, right, that that people want to post about. And, and, and that experience, right, is is yeah. worth a lot of money to different people. Like some some people are like not even sensitive to the price if it can bring about a feeling or or or, or you know cultivate a reconnection with their partner or whatever it is. And you guys have created yeah. a space that's actually conducive to that, right? And and that's that's where the magic happens, right? That that's you you guys whether you've realized it or not, have become like masters in hospitality. And 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 people recognize that and 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 see that and are willing to to pay a lot more than they, they might be willing to pay for, you know, an average short-term rental stay or a, or you know like a mid-tier hotel. You've created something that is just in and of itself unique. And that's very special. Yes, we were focusing on unique. One thing that um, we went back and forth about was the position of the hot tub mm. um, because Andy picked out this perfect spot, which is it's right beside the waterfalls. It's uh, just off of, the, you know, right out the door of the house. Um, but how to get it there was stumped us for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> he ended up hoisting it, dragging it across the creek and up the mountainside to yeah. get it where it is. Wow. Um, yeah. it just, you know, he's like, but no, this is where it has to be because this is the magical this place. This is the spot. You know? I knew it. It was perfect yeah. because you can sit in there and you can watch the, 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 the creek flow right down the mountain and right down through the waterfall. It's very private and it's feeling and you can look up at the boulders at night because he's got it all lit up. Wow. And, Yes. Oh. It's, it's really gorgeous. So we were, we were trying to really maximize every bit of wow factor that we could. 
Well, and I think you guys nailed it. I mean, I mean, it's again, the aesthetic is, is so beautiful. It's, it's unexpected. Um, it's in like a place, you know, that, uh, is, it has so much like natural beauty, obviously. Right. So I think actually your gut to just add as many windows as possible was spot on. It does. It, it feels like you're in a treehouse, right? And and like that's that's the goal, and and that's what that's what makes it unique. So I want to I want to ask about you know learnings so far. So you guys you guys listed it on Airbnb. Like, have you ever been able to stay at the place because since you since you opened <laughs> it up for bookings or like is that is that is it hard not to be able to stay as as much as you would have uh, you would have liked to? Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. We would love to be able to stay here more, but at the same time, we're happy to be hosting guests as well. And um, occasionally there'll be an orphan night yeah. um, that we we might come over and stay, but um, normally we, we really don't get the chance. But we need, you know, we try to stay whenever we can because it's really important to make sure everything's working properly, yeah. that there's not any little yeah. maintenance issues we need to catch um, that we can't catch just coming um, during the day in between guests, which we are over here. Unless we're out of town, we are here every transition. Wow, amazing. Um, we have someone check out at 11, another person check in at four, and our housekeeper is here, and we're here doing stuff alongside of our housekeeper. Wow. Um, so it's really important to us to keep a close eye on the property, make sure everything is good as new all the time. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and you know, your, your photos and your reviews and obviously your, your following uh, suggests that, uh, that you guys are doing a, a, a pretty great job here. And so I have to ask, Andy, you, you mentioned um, early, early on, right, this quote that you had heard about you've got you everyone has like three three careers right so you started as a, a, a an airplane mechanic then you opened up your own uh, uh auto repair shop now you're in like the hospitality business like w- what are you guys <laughs> thinking about are you guys thinking about this is like hey this is now our, our next career and if so how are you thinking about expansion if if at all yeah, I, I so I I met the national average. This is my third career, and <laughs> and I I like it a lot. We like it a lot um, because when you have an auto repair shop, you bring your car in, and it's it's broke, and you need a new water pump, and you need some maintenance. And I tell you, it's you know eight hundred dollars. People, you know, give you that look, and and they're not happy, mm. right? They're not happy, but, but yet when we have this place and they pay good money to stay for a weekend and they're falling over thanking us. And it's, it's just such a flip, mm. right? From one business to the other, where this one, people are just overjoyed about staying here and giving us some uh, good income Yeah, where auto repair, not so much. So I totally love this business. And we, yes, we, we do want to expand it. And this is, this is our new home. Mm. Um, we're actually working on a, a second property right now um, mm-hmm. that we're, we're redoing and, and that we, we haven't totally learned our lesson because this one was a full gut and yeah, number two is a full gut. <laughs> and that, I, I don't know how we, uh, we, we find these ones, but uh I don't know. I guess something draws us, draws us into them. But you know, when you, when you take it all the way down, then you can make it exactly what you want. 
have you, you know, the gloves are off. Yeah. Have you done yeah. a little walk around the property to make sure that you haven't been there before? <laughs> that, that question did come up and no this this one i have not <laughs> wow wow i mean yeah. and, but maybe you know maybe maybe this is part of your guys's like special you know gifting or uh, what makes you unique as, as as entrepreneurs is is the fact that you do find these places and you're not scared of of you know the total gut you're open to it not being but then you know upon further research you realize hey this is this is what it's going to be and then you guys clearly have the complementary skill sets to to take that from mm -hmm. you know bones and and add beautiful, incredible, delicious meat to it, right? And, and that's and that's and that's really special. Um, and it seems like it's something that is really fun for for both of you to get to do together. It yeah. is. Yeah. I love it because I just love the creativity of it. Mm. Um, finding a, choosing a style to just run with and find a property that needs a, some love and needs some new life put back into it, but that will become better than ever mm. in the end. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really exciting for me and the thrill of our guests coming and enjoying themselves and leaving our place feeling better than when they arrived is just huge. Yeah. I mean, it really fills our cup. Mm. Every single mm -hmm. review that they take the time to write about our place, it's it just such a good feeling. We really do a, a literal happy dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it just is wonderful. It, it's a great business to be in. Yeah, It suits us well. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys think about expanding it, you see so you've got the second property that you're working on right now. How are you thinking about from a branding standpoint how how it fits together? Will do you think that it'll have its entirely different distinct brand? Will will there be, you know, some elements of the glass tree house that get incorporated into it? Like how how are you thinking about solving for that that challenge? Yeah, we have put a lot of thought into that. And so we have some goals for 2024. We do want to um, develop an overall brand mm. for the two properties and any future properties that come along. Yeah. Um, we we came up with the idea of Soul Mountain Stays. Ah, nice. Um, and so we're developing a website. We're going to incorporate direct booking. Yeah. And um, have social media accounts for both properties, um, and so we'll launch that soon. Um, so it, it's really exciting. Our our it's it's going to be another couple stay. So that's just kind of our niche. Yeah. Um, romantic getaways or a solo retreat yeah. to come and just refresh your soul. Yeah. And that's why we're calling it soul mountain. Um, so yeah, that's our thinking. Yeah. Um, there, I think there's a need for that. I mean, in the mountains, there's a lot of family cabins, mm. um, to come and bring the kids and the pets and, and enjoy a rustic lodge, um, mountain experience. And that is wonderful, yeah. but we're going in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I I love 
I love the theme. I think you're you're spot on. It's so it's so you know needed, especially these days. We all need refreshment of our souls, whether individually or or you know with uh, with our partner. And I think what you guys are doing is just absolutely inspiring and and and, and beautiful. And I can't wait to to see this next property and 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 the ones after uh, come to life. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I, I'm just so thankful for for both of you taking time to share a little bit about a little of your story with us. It's been, you know, such a treat. And and for our listeners, I want to be sure that you go and follow uh, Ashley and Andy's um, uh, Treehouse, the Glass Treehouse, on Instagram. I'll have the Instagram handle in the show notes below. And stay in touch. Go follow them, and, and be sure you uh, you stay in touch with them as they continue to expand their business and, and and their brand. But Ashley, Andy, thank you so much for the time. It's been a it's been a real treat. Oh, for us too. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Behind the Stays. I'd love to know what you thought of the episode. Feel free to shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com, or find me on X, formerly Twitter, at ZBoozy, that's Z-B-O-O-Z-E-E, or on LinkedIn at Zach Cruz. If this is your first time tuning in, it's a pleasure to have you, and we hope to have you back again soon. If you've been a listener for a while, though, I'd greatly appreciate if you could subscribe and then leave us a rating and review of the show wherever you are currently streaming this podcast. Last but certainly not least, Spontaneous and Behind the Stays are totally bootstrapped, and my ability to bring you these stories is only possible because of our incredible advertising partners. We're very much a startup show, and while our growth rate is amazing, thanks to all you who keep tuning in and sharing our show with your friends and family, we haven't quote-unquote made it yet. So if you could do me a huge favor and go and check out the sponsor for today's episode in the show notes below, I would greatly appreciate it. Even if their offering doesn't make sense for you right now, sending them a quick message on social or an email, just saying that you're listening to the show and you appreciate their support would be incredibly amazing. All right, friends, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you on the next episode of Behind the Stays.